you're listening to the Web Marketing Adelaide Podcast. We give you the tips and strategies to help you utilize the web to get more traffic, leads and sales for your business. Now here's your host, Nick Morris. Welcome back to the Web Marketing Adelaide Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Morris. Uh, this week we don't have a regular show, We're going to, so I'm going to play you um, uh, an interview I did with Patrick Moody from Theme Matcher. Now this was a part of my Adelaide Entrepreneurs series. Uh, this is where I interview entrepreneurs from Adelaide and uh, try and uh, ask them some questions about what they've been doing, what they're what they're up to now, and uh, how we can sort of learn from their story. Now uh, Patrick's um, uh, business Theme Matcher is a a uh, sort of online uh, app or system that automatically creates uh, WordPress uh, blog themes or WordPress themes um, from an existing website design. So if you wanted to get a quick WordPress theme, you, you head over to themematch.com, put in the, an existing website uh, address into the little uh, bar there and press go and it'll automatically create it for you. So um, you should definitely check that out and then... Um, uh, also check out this interview here where I talk to him all about it. Now just a reminder before we get in, into it, um, if you're looking for uh, business networking events and other events that are useful for small businesses in Adelaide, so it could be workshops, it could be events with presentations, it could be more general networking events or more social events for business owners, small business, small business to medium-sized business uh, owners and uh, people in small business. In Adelaide, um, we've got a calendar up on uh, on the website so webmarketingadelaide.com.au slash events we've got a nice big calendar up there and we're adding events to it all the time so you can go there and see all the d- different events that are happening around Adelaide and there's a little email list you can get on as well which will give you a weekly digest of those events um, so that you never miss anything so uh, definitely head over to that events page and um, now I'll leave you with the interview for this week G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of Adelaide Entrepreneurs. Uh, this is a, a video interview show we do for Web Marketing Adelaide, uh, where I interview entrepreneurs from Adelaide about uh, the projects they're doing, uh, how they sort of built those up and uh, uh, what, what they're doing with those projects and sort of the future. Um, hopefully everyone who's watching can get some interesting insights uh, about you know uh, ways of building businesses and uh, uh, learning about how to market them and how to build them up if you're building software and a little bit a little bit of insights into the entrepreneurial mind and uh, some of the highs and lows. Uh, this week we're talking with Patrick Moody, uh, whose uh, project is uh, Theme Matcher. G'day Patrick, how are you going? Hey Nick, I'm very well, how are you? Pretty good, thanks. Um, thanks, thanks for coming on the show, it's, it's good to have you. Yeah, good to be one of the early interviewees, I think. Yes, number two, so uh, very early, and uh, it's good to have you on. Uh, finally, I mentioned to it, mentioned it to you months ago uh, when I first met you, I think. And um, that's right, that's finally, finally happened. So. Exactly, exactly. Um, let's get started with uh, having you tell us what Theme Matcher is. Sure. So uh, ThemeMatcher.com is obviously the domain. And what it does is it creates WordPress themes automatically from an existing website. So let's say you had uh, a company website and you wanted to add a blog to it using WordPress. ThemeMatcher is something that you could use to go and 
um, create that WordPress theme automatically. So that way your blog will look the same as your company website. And how it does that is basically uh, rips all the styles, images, and code from the website you've already got, and then <laughs> just makes that WordPress compatible. So that's awesome. been going for about uh, 12 months, and yes, yeah, it's, it's ticking along very nicely. Awesome, awesome. And who would be the primary uh, user of this? Is it more sort of business owners themselves? Is it people like web designers, or is it a mix? I'm actually still trying to work that out. It's still a mix, but I'm not sure who's um, who's sort of leading at the moment. Um, the, the types of people that would use it would be designers, so they'll make their page up in you know a HTML sort of wireframe type thing, and then they could use Theme Matcher to turn that into a WordPress theme. Then there's uh, resellers, so they would be doing a job for someone. They'll have a client of their own, and they'll use Theme Matcher to get the job done. Uh, existing business, like I mentioned before, that, that just want to add a blog to their site or transition the site over to WordPress. And then maybe startups where they've done a nice little landing page, but they want to fill out their site a bit more using WordPress. So I'm not really yeah. sure. Um, it's, it's sort of a, an intermediate level. So some people are quite advanced in WordPress and they'll, they'll take the theme and then customize it further. But some people are real beginners and this just allows them to move backwards and forwards between designs and WordPress themes without having to know any technical knowledge. Yep, yep. Um, I, I've obviously used the site and, and checked it out, and it's I can attest that it's pretty easy to use. Uh, I'm not particularly technical myself, so just, you just put in a, a web address and you hit, hit the button and bam, it goes, and then you just sort of select a few things, and it's pretty easy. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, your background before you started Theme Matcher. Um, what were you doing before that you sort of had the idea for Theme Matcher? Yeah, sure. So I actually started out as a civil engineer, but um, a few years ago I got into the whole web marketing world and I've been doing a lot of contracting, things like that, for the last three years. Um, and as part of that work, I've been involved in um, you know, hiring freelancers, managing projects, and just, just doing web and e-commerce type projects. So I got bit of experience in selling things online and marketing, that sort of thing. And then the time came to uh, work on a decent project of my own. So um, the, the whole concept behind Theme Matcher is actually to solve a problem that I've had myself in the past. So um, I've had a, a website that needed a blog to go with it. And um, I just, I didn't, I couldn't customize a WordPress theme to make it match, like a, finding a free theme and trying to make it look the same. So I ended up having to hire several times, hire a freelancer to go and create a custom WordPress theme. And uh, yeah, I just thought there could be a better way. Um, it's a pretty straightforward task and all the work's already done with the, the coding on your original site. So um, yeah, I thought you may as well use that. And uh, I went ahead and uh, hired a few different freelancers and, uh, yeah, hacked it together myself a bit with my my skills, and then Theme Matcher was born in in very <laughs> basic format to begin with. But uh, yeah, wow! So 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 you're already working in the space, but for someone else. And while you were there, is when you had the idea for Theme Matcher. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, I've always had a few other projects as well, but um, this was definitely uh, 
a big one that I was willing to put a lot of time and effort into. Cool, cool. And uh, did you start it while you already you were still working? Yeah, absolutely. So it's been a side project this whole time, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is probably difficult in some ways, but also nice to have uh, some regular income coming in while uh, you're, you're trying to build something, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. It takes the pressure off. And, uh, yeah. It's not, not too time consuming. So perfect side cool, project. Cool, cool. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, how, I mean, I guess one of my questions here is how would, how did you know that it was a good idea? Was it mostly because it was a problem uh, that you already had, so you sort of assumed that other people would also have had that problem, or did you do any kind of research or anything to sort of figure out if this is something that other people could want? Yeah, no, the, the main thing is uh, just solving a problem that I had myself. I really didn't do any sort of market research, which... Yeah, I don't really regret, but on, on another project, I might. Um, but in this case, I just thought um, it was a slam dunk. Like when I started seeing these things come together, I thought, yeah, this is brilliant. Um, this has to work. And um, it has so far. And WordPress is just a massive market in itself. Um, I don't have the stats on me, which I probably should have, but uh, something like 15 to 20% of the Alexa top 1,000. So some of the top traffic sites on the net uh, run on WordPress. And then the same number again, it's been like 20% of all new websites run WordPress. So it's just a, a ridiculously large market. And um, yeah, my my tool serves a little sort of sub-niche, I guess, just solving that yeah. problem. That even if 1% of users had that problem, that's uh, it's a big enough market for me, I guess. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I think you're right there. It is about 20% of all new websites. And I think it might be something a little higher, more like 50% of the top websites yeah. are WordPress. Or it might be the top 100 or something. But it's, a, it's a crazy number. It is a crazy number. So that's at least a, a good indicator, I guess, that you know there's a fair few people out there who are potential customers. And then, uh, yeah. as you said, having that problem yourself, knowing that um, it's, it's a good chance that other people are going to have that problem. Um, yeah. Now, you're not a programmer yourself, are you? No, not not at this stage. Um, I am a little bit technical in that I can, I'm pretty comfortable throwing, you know, modifying websites and, and stuff, but I'm not, don't have a programming background there. So how did you go about um, creating this, uh, this theme matcher program uh, without having the programming skills? Yeah, so as part of my contracting work, I had a lot of involvement with freelancers and outsourcing um, all online. So uh, sites like elance.com, freelancer.com, Guru, those, those sort of sites um, where you post projects and other workers bid on them. Uh, and I essentially used that experience, which I probably didn't need, but it helped um, to work on this project of my own. And it definitely wasn't... Um, smooth sailing, uh, you know, the first version was pretty terrible. Um, I've probably been through maybe five different, hired five different people to work on this, um, to do different changes and just try and get it right. So there has been a lot of iteration um, and a lot of work finding the right person. But, yeah, it's, it's worked out well in the end. And when you do find someone good, yeah, it really pays off. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I've actually just recently hired a, a VA to do some of take up some of the tasks in my business about 
two weeks ago. And the process of hiring is actually really, really easy. I jumped on Odesk, you put up a job and you sort of wait for people to apply and then you pick someone and it's a lot easier than a lot of people might, might expect. But then the hard part, well, at least for me so far, is like is uh, communicating with these people who are overseas. This, this person for me is in the Philippines and I guess your people were probably overseas as well. Yeah, yeah, various locations. I think <laughs> across those five people, I've probably covered every continent. Um, yeah, definitely all over yeah. the place. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, I, I'm finding it's certainly a kind of a steep learning curve to trying to figure out how to communicate with them and instruct them uh, on what I want them to do, and also yeah. just sort of dealing with the barriers of um, you know different cultures and stuff like that. So. How yeah. I mean, obviously you ha- already had some experience with that, but uh, are there any major challenges you faced? Um, the challenge is just simply just finding the right person. So um, a lot of people talk about which areas are good and bad for outsourcing to. You know, like Philippines, India, Eastern Europe. Um, but in my experience, there's just there's awesome people all over the world, and there's terrible people all over the world. So um, I wouldn't generalize as to certain areas, but uh, probably the best advice I can give is to do a really small job first, like uh, just a fifty dollar job. Get them to make a little script or do just make something small, and um, that's how you'll find the good people. Um, because you have to remember that uh, they're just trying to earn a paycheck as well. They want to get the job done as quick as possible. They're not passionate about your project the same way you are. So, uh, yeah, the best thing you can do is just try out lots of different people. You, you'll probably burn through a little bit of money doing it. But, um, once you find the right person, they just pay for themselves. You know, that They're worth what you pay them 10 times over because they're just so good. Um, and, and one other tip is probably to get, <laughs> now this can backfire as well, but what's worked for me lately is getting someone without much experience. So normally when you go on Odesk or something, you look at their reviews, you, know, you want someone with five stars and lots of good reviews and stuff. What I found, if you get someone that doesn't have any reviews, they're actually really keen to please because they're, they've, they've got a new account on the site and they want to start getting some good reviews in They'll do jobs cheaply, like next to nothing. They, they don't even care about the price. All they want is the job and some good feedback so that they can build up their account and, yeah, just, just grow their presence on the site. So if you can get the right one of those, um, that can be pretty lucrative as well. Ah, that's a good tip. I'm definitely going to try and uh, do something related to yeah. that. Um, of course, it, it can also mean that uh, this person's absolutely terrible and they've had all one-star reviews so they made a new account. But you can usually tell. Uh, you get them on Skype, have a chat, and yeah, just use your judgment. Cool. I mean, uh, I guess you mentioned Skype, and um, I've been using, I've just started using Jing, which is a, a program that lets you do sort of video tutorial type things to send uh, to show what you want people to do. Um, are there any other tools that you used in particular to communicate what you wanted? I mean, and like, I mean, as, and a sort of side question to that, did were these the sort of people where you could say, well, I want this, and they just went and did it, or did you really have to explain in minute detail? I mean, I don't know heaps about the development process, but... Sure. Um, with, with tasks like programming and development, um, I usually have a pretty good idea of what I want. Um, 
I don't use any any complicated tools, just Skype and and you know messaging out. Um, when you give instructions, you just want to give them in real dot point form, uh, covering the features, and it's it's almost better to let them decide how to do things in some respect, and then it, yeah, I guess it takes experience to work out the things that you need to tell them and the things that you need to leave up to them. But uh, yeah, I'll just give them maybe wireframes sometimes, like a little, little mock-up of how or what the layout to be. Um, and then, yeah, just screenshots, um, nothing fancy, just I've got a browser extension that will take a screenshot of the page. So you just hit the button, you can draw a few little lines and arrows on it and write some notes and then uh, upload it temporarily and then you just send them the link. So things like that are really handy. Yeah, but, but no, no serious tools. I don't normally do videos for them. Um, and that, this is only for programming. If you were getting someone to do a bit more of a hazy task like writing articles or doing something that requires a bit more, I don't know, a bit more creativity. thinking. And, uh, yeah, creativity, then it's, then it's probably a different story. Hmm, it's interesting because yeah, I'm not with with the tasks I'm giving it. It's nothing related to programming. It's more yeah, but it's it's not necessarily creative either. So it's probably a mid ground. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk a little bit about marketing um, for Theme Matcher. What yeah. um, let's did you? How did you first start out with marketing? Did you have a sort of a clear idea of the, the way you would market it, or did you just start with sort of trying different things? Um, yeah, definitely trying different things. I'm, I'm trying to think back to when I first launched it and the sort of things I did to get that traction. Um, but I def I, while I was working on it, I would make a huge list of just all these ideas I had of ways to promote it. <laughs> and I, I just kept that list, kept adding to it, and after it, after it was live, um, just went through that and did as many things as I could, as much as I could. But... I was probably um, a bit slack in that department to start off with, and that was partly because I wasn't too confident in the product. It was a, a little bit beta, not not quite polished, um, so I didn't want to get too much traffic, just enough to uh, verify that it was a good idea, that it was working, and get some feedback, things like that. Um, so I've got a list of a, a couple of things I did. Uh, a big one that I'll be focusing on is affiliate marketing. So uh, I charge $67 for my themes and I give a 50% commission to affiliates. So that means if there's bloggers or, you know, advertisers that want to promote me, they'll get 50% of any sales I make, which is perfect for me. Like it's no, you know, it, I don't mind giving up 50% because I wouldn't have that customer otherwise. Um, the biggest one so far has probably been bloggers. Um, it's, I think it's been easier for this product because it's quite unique and interesting. People were just generally in, uh, interested in it. But reaching out to bloggers, like WordPress bloggers, I mean, um, has been really effective. So I just say, hey, uh, I just launched this. Check it out. Tell me what you think. Uh, would you want to do a, a review of it on your blog? Um, maybe even a sponsored post. Um, and that's probably the primary source of traffic. It's even at the moment, um, that's still going really strong. So to start off with, I did do a few sponsored posts. You pay a couple hundred bucks and they'll write a review for you. Um, and that's that's really good. That's Any time I increase the traffic, it doesn't go down. So if I reach out to some bloggers, get some posts, 
I might get a bit of a spike, but overall um, the traffic will just stay at that level. So it's just a matter of building up that level. Uh, it never goes away. So all those sponsored posts that I paid $200 for 12 months ago, they still bring in traffic because I've got a few long tail keywords in there. People just pick up on them and happen to stumble across it. Um, cool. Can we just, um, before another, you move on, let's just, good, yeah. Before, before we move on, let's, um, just, uh, let me just drill down a little bit on the affiliate thing. What, what do you use, um, to run your affiliate program? Do you use an out, uh, external system or? Yeah, sure. So I use, uh, ClickBank as my merchant, which I'm in two minds about recommending, but I would recommend it because it's really, really simple. So I can accept payments from all over the world, um, all different currencies, PayPal, everything, and they pay through ClickBank. ClickBank keeps all the money and then just pays me in a lump sum. So they actually deal with all the affiliate payments as well, all the affiliate links. Uh, so someone else that's on ClickBank would just use a special link. They get sent to my site and then sort of someone buys at ClickBank, that, uh, they automatically divvy up the commission and it goes into the other person's ClickBank account. The problem is they have a really high fees and uh, they've been struggling to keep the quality up in their marketplace. So they've got some pretty dodgy products and because of that, they, they're trying to fight high refund rates and things by just having huge fees and, and things like that. So I, I'm looking for a better solution, but at the moment, uh, ClickBank has been excellent to just get up and running really easily. Cool. And do, would you, do you think affiliate marketing is right for... Uh, particular types of businesses or do you think anyone could use yeah. uh, affiliate marketing? Um, it definitely lends itself to um, any digital product. If you're selling <coughs> sorry, software as a service or some sort of info product, just anything digital that scales without you doing anything um, and anything that has a huge profit margin definitely needs an affiliate program of some kind. Um, it just makes perfect sense because you know, it's it's just so easy to scale, and it, it's no no skin off my nose if I give commission to to um, people that bring in new customers. So, yeah, basically everything anything digital that is easy to scale, I would recommend it for. Um, if you were selling a physical book or something with lower profit margins or or a service, um, then yeah, maybe it's worth I don't know looking at both sides, but definitely anything yeah. digital. Could be a little bit more difficult with the service uh, for setting it up, yeah. especially and also depending on when people pay, or whether they pay yeah. online or a different yeah. method. Uh, what else have you got? You had a few other things for the marketing. Yeah. So a few that are a bit. I don't know. I saw, I feel like I you've just came up with these myself. I'm sure lots of, lots of people are doing these, but. Um, uh, I just wanted to get in the mind of the customer, so you jump on Google and write down a list of keywords that you would just search in if you wanted this service, right? So that's fair enough. So I'll type in like uh, convert or maybe um, HTML to WordPress converter, something something like that. And then I'll just go through the top 10, 20, 30 pages and get on those sites. So this is, this is where the real sort of marketing hustle comes in. Um, if it's a... If it's a blog, I'll try and get a post on there. If it's an article, I'll comment. If it's a forum, I'll I'll make it an account and 
just get a presence there. Um, uh, one of them, or a few of them, are actually generators that were a little bit different. They didn't do what my tool did, but they they were sort of automated WordPress themes. And so I emailed the creators and like, hey, I've got this cool new tool. It's not quite the same as yours, but you should put a banner on your site and you know you can make money from it and sort of thing. So I did quite well um, just just getting my site into those results. So they're not my sites um, in the results, but at least they've got links going to me um, for traffic. So not for not even for SEO. I just wanted people to come from those sites. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Do you have um, some tips for outreach? Uh, and obviously, you probably <laughs> email these people mostly. Do you have some yeah. tips? Because I mean, people get emails all the time. So exactly. Um, I haven't mastered it, but uh, I just try and be super casual, super short. Um, I'm not trying to hide the fact that I'm pitching it to them. Really, uh, I address it to them, so make it personal. Um, and persistence does help. So uh, there was one site that I really wanted to go onto, and I probably emailed him like seven times, um, or you know maybe five times without a reply. And then I got a one-line reply, so I emailed him another five times. You know, it spaced out over a few weeks, but um, persistence does help to an extent. Um, yeah, you've just got to be <laughs> just got to be persistent and charismatic, I guess. And a lot won't even reply to you, so that's yeah, fine too. I guess, I guess you got to not let that get to you as well. Um, yeah. The fact that people aren't replying, so just focus on the po- yeah. positives. Did you ever outsource your marketing at all? Um, or I haven't get yet. External um, workers? Yeah, I haven't yet, but I plan to do some pretty heavy um, just paid advertising banners and that sort of thing. I plan to do that pretty soon. Um, cool. Which you might Did you have anything later. else uh, on your I list? Do. I've got two more tips on the list. Um, cool. One is Google Alerts. So if you haven't heard of this service before, um, it's called Google Alerts, and you can essentially put in a keyword, and Google will email you daily, weekly, monthly, whatever, um, when it finds something to do, something new to do with those keywords. So I've got alerts out for my brand name, Theme Matcher. Um, Things like how to convert HTML to WordPress, a bunch of keywords like that. So a daily task that I would do is um, I'll get a summary of all these new results, which are normally forum posts or blog articles, and just jump on there while they're hot and be like, oh, yeah, my site does that. Check it out. <laughs> Things like that. So it's, it's not, yeah, I don't think it's spam. It's just uh, persistent hustle, you know. You, you're finding where they're talking about it and you're getting there as well. Oh, and the other one, uh, last one for you, is freelancing. So what my my tool does is a popular uh, job for freelancers. They do it all the time. Um, so I'll basically message people that have these jobs up and say, oh, instead of hiring someone, why don't you try the matcher, you know, things like that. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, did you have any, perhaps just a few or if you can think of any marketing ideas that didn't really work for you that you tried? Um, I have done advertising before, um, paid advertising, and that hasn't worked so well in the past because I used to have a free option on my site, 
And obviously 99.999% of people would take the free option over the paid option every time. So I've actually removed that recently and that's allowed me to track conversions a lot better. So now if I now when I do go into paid advertising, I'll be able to be a lot more confident in you know, my returns. So ah, I guess cool, that, cool. Yeah. So that's the tip. Don't do paid advertising when you've got a freemium model. What what's um, what kind anyway. of what kind of paid advertising did you do? Like AdWords type thing or yeah, AdWords, um, buysellads.com. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much it so far. But yeah, just banners. Yeah, that's interesting about the use of the free option. So for, for the so you only just changed that. So you had the free option for a while. People would download the theme, and would you then try and follow up with them? Was there some sort of email campaign yeah. in there somewhere? Or so the idea with the free option was to get their email address and market to them uh, with follow-up emails. So asking how their conversion went, did it, did it work out? Are they using the theme? Is it useful? And then after a while, I'd start saying, oh, if it was no good, why don't you check out these themes? And I'd have an affiliate link to, to theme marketplaces. Um, and I'd try and promote various other products with uh, you know, affiliate programs. But I didn't see too much success from that. Yeah. Hmm. I guess people who are signing up for a free product are always going to be more likely yeah, or less likely to, to, to pay for something. So Yeah, that's always the struggle. <laughs> And you just recently switched over to not having the free option. And how's that going so far? Yeah, fantastic. So um, before they used to have to download the free theme and then install it on their WordPress site to even see how it looks. Um, and recently I've changed it so that there's a live preview on the site. So after a few clicks, you just get a preview of your theme. Um, it's really quick and easy. And then... Yeah, just then you just go on to the, the sales page and you can either buy it or don't. And I think that's really just uh, definitely the way to go for this product because it's doing all this work for them, something that a freelancer would take a few days and a few hundred dollars, and it's doing it all for them instantly, putting it in front of their face and saying, here it is if you want it, um, all you've got to do is pay. So, uh, yeah, it's, that's worked out much better. And I also cool, found cool. that people were taking the free theme, um, advanced, more advanced users, taking the free theme and then modifying it. So, so I had, you know, footer links in there and branding and stuff, but they would just modify the theme and take all that out. So it didn't Right, didn't right. So you were putting some branding and stuff in there to try and get some value out of the, the free theme, but they were just taking it out. Yeah, that's right. We're left with nothing. So that's exactly. A kick in the teeth. <laughs> but yeah. I have to admit, I do that as well with free products. So yeah, <laughs> I guess I'm one absolutely. of the evil ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do it as well. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, that's pretty much bringing me to the end of the questions I had. Do you have um, any... Uh, new features you want to build into theme matcher or are you pretty much going to sort of keep it ticking along as it is um yeah and um, uh, you mentioned you were <coughs> more marketing yeah as of uh, last night actually i've just put up a brand new version of theme matcher so brand new design completely redeveloped from the ground up um whole new process whole new uh foundation theme just everything is brand new um, and that's that's been what I've been working on the last few months, and 
yeah, that's finally gone live last night. So uh, I'm finally, I feel like I'm out of a beta stage and got quite a solid product now. Um, and so the emphasis will be on marketing for sure. So paid advertising, just hitting up more bloggers, giving out free coupons to, for people to try it, all those sort of things. Cool, cool. Um, and what about yourself? Do you have any um, things coming up on the on the radar for you? Yeah, uh, other than working on Theme Matcher, uh, I've decided to finish the contracting work that I was talking about earlier and uh, become a bit more of a technical person. So I'm actually doing a programming course in America and hope to be, yeah, just get a bit more of that programming knowledge and be able to make more projects like this myself. It'd be great to not have to worry about uh, outsourcing and just, you know, knock up ideas yourself and get it exactly how you want it the first time. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, uh, I was thinking that before. I mean, we originally met at Silicon Beach, I think, which is a networking event for sort of tech startup type uh, entrepreneurs in Adelaide. Um, and there's a lot of people there who are sort of working on their own technical startup uh, things and they're a lot of them are programmers and they're programming themselves and I've also often felt the same it would be nice to be able to do this to myself I can just sort of you know not have to worry about getting someone else to do it but then yeah. again the having the skills to be able to hire someone else to do it and sort of to know that process doesn't that make it yeah. perhaps more enough more of an efficient way to build something because <laughs> then not all your time is yeah, taken you up do, yeah uh, yeah, that's right. And I would also say that uh, the marketing side of it is just a hundred times more important than the actual creation and the actual product. So um, yeah, even if you can make things yourself, you still do need to have that marketing knowledge to actually make something of it. So yeah, there's no doubt that the marketing is more important. Wow. So when you come back, uh, when, when you're finished, you're probably going to be unstoppable by having the, the marketing knowledge, <laughs> the, um, the programming knowledge, and also the ability to outsource tasks to other uh, people overseas. Or, exactly. Let's hope so. <laughs> I'll be a one-man right, uh, army. Cheers, Patrick, for uh, coming on and doing this interview. It's been really interesting to sort of delve into your process and to your journey up until this point. So thanks again for coming on. Yeah, thank you, and um, I hope people got something good out of it. And, uh, yeah, check out themematcher.com and see if your site works in there. And if it doesn't work, <laughs> let me know, and I'll see if I can fix it. Cheers, Patrick, and uh, have a good one. Thanks, Nick. That brings us to the end of another podcast. For more information about this episode and all our others, head to our website, www.webmarketingadelaide.com.au.